Welcome to Invested Parenting Podcast. I'm Holly Anderson, mother of four. Each week we'll be sharing experiences from real parents and advice from experts on parenting children ages zero through nine. Thank you for being a truly invested parent. Where we're going to be talking about 10 tips to a happy child. So, number one, the first tip has to do with one-on-one time with your child. My tip is just to spend 10 to 20 minutes playing one-on-one with your child, doing an activity that your child wants to do. They get to pick, okay? You can call this time whatever you want. You call it a date night. You call it mommy time, me time, play time, kid nights. The point of this is for the parents to enter the child's world, okay? So whether that's playing Legos or coloring, blowing bubbles with your child, stacking blocks, entering your child's world, you want them to notice that you have entered their world. They are now noticing, wow, mommy is doing something fun that I want to do. Whatever that looks like in your family, it will make a difference. It will, especially as you do this consistently. And that's why I say only 10, 20 minutes really makes a big difference for young kids. Now, as your kids get older, then you can start scheduling like those kid nights, those date nights, where maybe you go out for ice cream. Maybe it doesn't happen as often, maybe once a month or once a week, however is best for your family. But once you start that tradition, make sure that you consistently live up to the expectation that your child now has. That they're going to get your one-on-one time. They are going to expect you and you need to take out those earbuds and turn off your phone. (laughs) Go to a movie. Go sit down at a restaurant. And even if you have a tight budget, then go to the dollar store and just look around. And get one thing, right? It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a big thing. The point of it is to enter their world so that they see that you're interested in what they're interested in. Whether it's their music, whether it's their sports team, or their type of toy that they really like, or their dolls, or their Legos. Get into their world. I want to tell you a little story about a four-year-old. He would start tantruming and would on purpose bug everyone in the room and he would uh, tantrum and it was something that was out of her control and one thing that she saw when she kind of stepped back and asked herself okay what is the reason behind my four-year-old's behavior she was able to see that the reason he was being naughty and throwing tantrums and bugging everyone in the room was because he wanted attention. And so she just took the little four-year-old into another room and sat down and gave him some one-on-one attention and read him a book. It helped calm down his nerves. It helped his anxiety a little bit. And he, he was able to have that undivided attention, just some positive attention that he needed. Now, after only about 10 minutes... After she's given this positive attention, he was able to go back into the other room where the family was and he was like a new child. 
it was a new person. He wasn't throwing the tantrum. The mom realized how important giving that one-on-one attention is on a consistent basis, especially for that child. So giving this kind of positive attention on a consistent basis helps build a bond with you and your child. It helps in building your relationship and giving that attention to your child is going to help them see that you're on their team. And also, they won't need to seek your attention in other ways. It's really easy to get a parent's attention as a child. You just do something bad. And they are on you like a hawk, telling you what to do. I remember when I was young, I was definitely an attention seeker. I probably still am, actually. But I remember lying to my parents about the kind of soup that I liked. I thought the soup was just fine. I actually did like the soup that my mom was serving, but I didn't want her to know that. I didn't want her to know that I liked the soup, and so I pretended like I didn't like it. And when she came, I remember her kneeling down and asking me, well, what soup do you like? I thought you liked this soup. I remember telling her, no, mom, this is not the soup that I like. I like a different soup. And honestly, I don't remember what happened. I don't remember if I had to eat the soup or if she got me a different soup. I don't know. But what I do remember is just desiring her attention so much. I wanted it so bad. Even when I was in middle school, I remember having to decide whether I was going to switch schools. I had been going to an elementary school for quite a while and that elementary school taught till eighth grade so I could stay there until high school. But there was also a middle school where I had a couple friends who were going to that middle school and I had to decide which one to go to. And my mom said, well, if you end up choosing the middle school, which is what I ended up doing, she said, I'm going to have to drive you every morning to the bus stop. Because this is California where I grew up and in the place that I live in California, you're allowed to go to whatever school you want, even if it's not in your school district boundaries where you live or whatever, just as long as you get there. And so my, my mom was thankfully willing to drive me every morning, a 15 minute drive to the bus stop where then it would take a half an hour for the bus to get to the school. It was far away, but... I was so excited about that time with my mom because I knew that no one else was going to be in the car. (laughs) I knew that I was going to have that one-on-one time with my mom, just the two of us. I also remember when my dad and I got into an argument. And one of the reasons why I remember this so well is because it didn't happen very often at all. I think it might have been one of the only times where it we fought. And I remember going to my room and slamming the door very dramatically, of course. And I didn't talk to him the rest of the night. I don't even really remember what it was about. But I remember the next morning, my dad came up to me and he asked if I would like to go on a daddy-daughter date night. I was so excited. We went to a movie. I still remember the movie. I still remember the ice cream place we went to. 
whenever I drive past it, when I go visit my hometown, I still remember that's where my dad took me to go get ice cream. And I also remember when we were sitting eating ice cream at the little ice cream parlor. I remember the compliment my dad gave me. I was 12 years old and he said, Holly, you're quite the conversationalist. I was so proud that I was a conversationalist because he gave me that compliment and I will always remember that date night that I had with my dad. It was very positive and all the attention was on me. Think about your own kids. Do you have any that are kind of like that, that are attention seekers? And if they don't get that one-on-one attention on a consistent basis, they have a really hard time. That was me. I had a really hard time if I didn't get that one-on-one attention. And it doesn't have to be for very long. And it doesn't have to be this huge ordeal we're taking you to this really expensive concert or something, but it has to be consistent. That's the key, is consistency. Out of all the investments that you make in your life, the ones that you make in people, the ones that you make in your relationships and how you treat people, that is the most important investment you can make is in people. If you think about all the different people that you interact with your whole life, your children, your spouse, your family, that's pretty important. So I promise that's one of the best investments you can make. It's just 10 to 20 minutes playing with your child. You decide how long is good for you. You decide how often, but put it in the calendar, okay? Are you going to do your kid nights now? Put it in the calendar. Take your child on a kid night. Go and enter their world. Help them feel understood. Help them feel that, wow, my mom or my dad really does care about the things that are important to me. They really do. That's something that can make a huge difference in their perception of us as their parents. We definitely want to be there for them as a mentor, as a teacher, as a coach, and as a friend. All of those things combined. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.